Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Uh, something that we'll look into as we make our way through uh, this preseason. Really interesting, Tommy. Game times in Major League Baseball spring training are way down um, with the rule changes in baseball. When when we have, we'll do that this week. We'll talk about these rules because we haven't really dug into that, but it's clearly having an impact on these games out in spring training with the shift bands and the pitch clocks and the hitter clocks and all these things. They're seeing stolen bases uh, way up so far. Uh, All things that I would contend are wonderful for the game of baseball. Uh, But we'll get into that later in the week. Um, Hold me to that, uh, Tommy, as as I think it's pretty interesting there as we make our way to it and and could impact the way teams play and how good they are. Um, It was Big 12 weekend. We got a Wichita State win. We got two wins for the Big 12 Kansas schools as well. KU uh, sweats one out a little bit, right? A little, little sweaty there against West Virginia. Um, and just the most brutal non-over ever, as the over was set at like 150 and a half that I was on, and like the final possession that was worthless, whatever, uh, we digress here. Um, but they get the win, 76-74 over West Virginia. And then Kansas State goes on the road, and how good was that to see, right? They go on the road and get the win in a tough place to win against a team that was absolutely uh, bringing it, and they get the win against Oklahoma State in kind of an ugly game, but a game that they had to have and got it done. They jump over Baylor. Uh, Baylor does KU a favor and beats Texas. I say they jump over Baylor. They remain in front of Baylor because of the tiebreaker. So now K-State sits there one game back of Texas, two games back of Kansas. Kansas is going to win this thing. Um, Whether they share it with Texas, I think, will be the interesting thing. And Kansas has an interesting uh, finale. I don't think they're going to lose both of these games, which is what it would take. But they host Texas Tech uh, in the second leg of a big Tuesday uh, tomorrow night, and then they get a road trip to Texas on Saturday. So it looks like Kansas is going to at least share it. Uh, They could absolutely lose the last two. And even if they did lose the last two, I still think they'd probably share it. Um, Who does Texas have as we say that? Texas plays at TCU. So they've got, everybody's got a tough road, but I, I, what if, 
we're not – I don't run some analytics company, but the uh, Jacob Albrock percentage of KU at least sharing the Big 12 title right now is at about 85%. Uh, 85% is where I'll put it. Now, if they can lose – you know, if they lose, that's what it's going to take is two losses for K-State to be able to share it. So I the Jacob Albrock power index uh, percentages of K-State at least sharing a Big 12 title are at about, I don't know, 15% then at that point. And Texas is somewhere in the middle of that. But looks like Kansas, who handled its business, and, you know, look, they're on the win streak, and you can say whatever you want about it being against West Virginia, but they're on a win streak, and nobody gets on win streaks hardly at all in the Big 12, and they're hot, and they found a way to get it done. And let's start with Kansas because that was, you know, you're not going to win six games in a row in the Big 12 by beating everybody badly. Sometimes you got to get through a game like that, and they did it. I didn't understand the the line at all on this game. Uh, they had Kansas as like a nine and a half or ten point favorite, and it seemed like as as the game was getting closer to tip off, that spread was getting bigger and bigger towards Kansas. And I'm like, man, you know, West Virginia, yeah, they same. come into Allen Fieldhouse all the time and they play really, really tough. They don't ever win. They've never won at Allen Fieldhouse, but you know, they've gotten out to big big leads before, and uh, it's been one possession games down the stretch and things like that. Of course, that happened again. Uh, but I didn't understand the, the line whatsoever in this game. That being said, I think it's incredibly important to point out as we're talking about the final two games in the regular season for Kansas, is Dewan Harris going to be 100%? Uh, he injured his foot late in the game, didn't return, and the Jayhawks struggled. You could tell that Dewan Harris he was, was not on the he court. He was incredible I mean, they, in the game. I mean, he, he was, was outstanding. Great. He was wonderful a lot more assertive when he can be super assertive and aggressive offensively and facilitate. Uh, he's the most important player on the floor, in my opinion. Uh, but when he left that game, that was really when West Virginia was able to make things interesting down the stretch. Uh, Kansas, I think had a five point lead with like a minute to go or a little bit more than a minute to go. And Dewan Harris was out and Kansas couldn't get the ball past half court. That was when the Bob Huggins, Full court special, uh, you know, came to play that that press that he implements uh, and West Virginia very nearly uh, tied the game or, or took the lead in the game. Uh, they couldn't get a shot off in the final possession, which was big. Uh, but I think that it was very clear and very obvious that Kansas missed Dewan Harris in the final minute of that game. And so it didn't seem to me that Bill Self was overly concerned about Dewan Harris and his availability. Uh, for the game tomorrow night, senior night, and then, of course, the game on uh, on Saturday against Texas. But that is something that bears watching. If he can't go, and knowing how tight the bench minutes are for Kansas, that could be something to keep an eye on. You know, it, it's really interesting because we've made the case, or at least I have, that he's the most important player on this team, one of the most important players in, in college basketball because they're now 21-0 and when he scores double digits, and they really struggle in games when he's not effective or non-existent offensively. I mean, he almost had a triple-double. I say almost, but he was approaching one based on steals. He was that good defensively in that game, right? 17.6 six, uh, six assists and six steals, and and he did it. And he still got 36 minutes into the game, so we'll see. Uh, I will say this, though, and, and I could be crazy for saying it because it, it's counterintuitive to what I was just talking about, that he's the most important player perhaps in college basketball. And I say that a little tongue in cheek, but kind of not. It kind of is. I do think on a team that there's not a ton of like big time depth, 
that position is a place where they have some, right? Joe Yesfu and Bobby Pettiford, I think, are both good players. Uh, are they replacement-level players? Absolutely not. Are they qualified and capable of being good players if KU's got a lean on them? I think that they are. I, I would. I, I think that. It, I think that Dewan Harris is going to be okay. Um, I think Bill Self's relative. You know, he's he's pretty honest in those situations on how guys are feeling. So if he says he thinks he's going to be okay, I pro- I, pr- I probably believe that. Um, and and we'll just have to kind of wait and see on that, obviously. And they don't have a ton of time to rest. And they play Tech, and Tech lost a flipping heartbreaker over the weekend to TCU. Um, so they're. You know, Tech's backs against the wall. They, they, I would imagine they have to have at least this one uh, to have any shot at the tournament. So they're going to be. Oh, they're incredibly desperate. They've got to be incredibly right. desperate right now, right? They, they, yeah, they have to be. So we'll see on that. But yeah, like Dewan Harris is great. And and the other interesting thing that's happened with KU is Jalen Wilson. You know, and on this six game win streak, Tommy, here's his point totals: two, eighteen, fourteen, twenty one, seven, and eleven. This is very different for him, right? Who is a Naismith candidate based on his scoring volume. Well, he's taken a step back, and it's not a bad thing. It's because everyone else is playing much better. But 2, 18, 14, 21, 7, and 11. During the six-game win streak, those are his point totals. Uh, I mean, that's significant because it makes me wonder, like, can this team play at the level overall that they're playing and him? Because Bill Self said they want to get J. Will going. Can both of those things happen simultaneously? And and if it's possible, and I'm not convinced that it is, is that raise the ceiling of this team? I mean, it would have to, but you know, I think those things sort of run hand in hand. If they can get more out of Jalen Wilson back to what they were doing and play at this level the rest of the way, I mean, come on now. Isn't there kind of a, a weird middle ground that we're we're trying to get to right now with this Kansas team where you don't want Jalen Wilson to do too much and have nobody else do anything, but you also need to have him produce at a little bit of a higher level. Uh, and so you're, you're kind of bridging that gap a little bit, you know, going back and forth on that. I thought Bill Self had an interesting point post-game where he said that, that Jay Will uh, is right now playing more off of himself than playing off the rest of the team. And I, don't, I didn't take that to mean that he's being selfish by any means. I just think that he's trying to create a little bit where rather than letting what's happening in the game around him come to him, I think he's trying to make it happen himself. And there were a couple of different times that that I noticed that where whatever play was being called didn't really happen and, and Wilson wanted to attack. And that's fine. He's a good enough player that, you know, a lot of times that works. And But I, I, I worry that when that happens too much, even if he is scoring, then that's going to take everybody out of their aggressiveness you're probably not going to see Dewan Harris be as assertive offensively. You're probably not going to see Kevin McCuller be as assertive offensively. Grady Dick may not take as many three-point shots if Jalen Wilson is going to try to create himself all the time. And so, again, I think that that's a really interesting dynamic that you've got to kind of figure out, right? Like, how much is too much for Jalen Wilson where it starts to negatively impact the rest of the team as far as their production versus getting the most out of him because he is the the most talented player on the court. Yeah, I, I mean it's, it, it, yeah, I, I agree. I, I I'm not convinced that both of those things can exist together. I, I don't know, but I, I would love to see it. And there's not much time to work through that. Although if Dewan Harris is you know not a hundred percent, I think it'll happen. 
We'll get to K-State. K-State got another big win, a big win against Oklahoma State. I don't think they're going to win the Big 12, but I don't think it really matters uh, because I think they're showing us that they plan on on some you know big things in the month of March. We'll talk about the Cats when we return on Sports Daily. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.